You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined, because Cordell is the creator for all our guests as well, by Robert Griffith, former Vikings All-Pro Safety, now shining in the world of business. We want to talk about you becoming a backpack mogul in a moment. (laughs) We're doing our best to make sure we're balanced with the analysis, understanding where we are. We're in Minnesota. And we were at Super Bowl opening night last night. And the locals were not happy to see the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of booing last night. Uh, yeah. You know, that's what happens when you get beat. I mean, you get beat, you get beat. I mean, uh, I think everybody was set for the Purple to be playing this week. And uh, unfortunately, life is life. You got to play the game and you got to actually execute and win. Speaking of execution and winning, yeah, um, you've been here with Minnesota, Robert, and uh, you were one of the hard-hitting safeties, for sure, on this defense. In that defense, that this Minnesota Vikings team, I would say in the secondary, led by Harrison Smith, uh, they were everything opposite of that when playing against Philadelphia. When watching that defense play against that offense, with Nick Foles leading the helm, what did you see different in that game in comparison to how they played all year? You, you know, sometimes you just don't have it. And I, I think a couple of things happened right away. Well, they went down, got a quick touchdown, great drive, and then four, you know, uh, two turnovers, two, two turnovers, and fourteen points. I think that's what shifted the game, and so now they couldn't just line up on third down or just send the blitz like they wanted to on first or second or third, like when they want to. Right. And Philly grinded it out. And uh, you got to make tackles, especially when you're away. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sayings, you know, the eye in the sky don't lie. That's one of them. NFL can't make the club in the tub. I, you yep. know, we can, we can name 20 of them. Whole well, bunch. the other one is defense wins championships, but those defenses tackle everybody. Right. Think of Ray Lewis and these guys. Yeah, they tackle. Denver. They, mm-hmm. they get guys on the ground. I mean, it's too many first downs on the ground for me. I'll give you another one. If Alshon Jeffrey's wide open, he's going to score a touchdown. And I didn't see that one coming at all because, and I'm not blinded by stats, but we mm-hmm. watch games. Right. Minnesota had a comprehensive defense. They were the best defensive team in all of football. Nick Foles picked them apart. Can he do it again on the biggest stage in all of sports? I think the game, there's no mystery. If if they can't keep Tom Brady off the field, then the defense is going to get tired, just like Atlanta did. They're going to go no huddle, and then it's going to be his game. As soon as, as soon as defenders get tired, you see what happens. These guys don't make mistakes. Everybody knows where they need to be, and Tom's going to deliver it. And so there's no difference from Atlanta last year, uh, uh, you know, other some of the other wins late in the game. If they get behind and they don't get off the field, they got to get Brady off the field. Yeah. That's the main thing. Third down efficiency is everything. I will bank everything on that. When you look at how Philadelphia played against Atlanta, with Nick Foles, mm-hmm. Atlanta mm-hmm. and Minnesota. Yeah. You know, I was talking to the guys yesterday. And we had a couple guys come on with us, and we were just going back and forth, myself, Brian, and, the, and our guests. And one thing I loved about what Doug Peterson did and Coach um, uh, Coach Wright and what he did. Um, they ended up in that game against Atlanta, they ended up hitting the back in the flats a lot. Similar to what we saw New England do to Atlanta in the Super Bowl. And you end up seeing James White end up getting nine catches for 109 yards or so and a touchdown or two. Because they end up coming in the next game in Minnesota and they went vertical. 
So it's almost like they were capable, and it's kind of like New England. They're kind of ahead of the curve a little bit, like two steps ahead. And if there's a team, especially with this defense, that actually has the tendency to be able to play, let's just say for 62 minutes, because that's how New England plays. They don't play for 60 minutes. Right. They're prepared to play for 65. I think this game is going to be a much better game and a bigger game than most think. But the question mark has to be Nick Foles, and can he keep his nerves about him to be able to go out and perform like they, he did in those two games? Okay, so Philly wins the game when they get up on some points in halftime, yeah. right? And then they are successfully running the ball. Because every time they get the ball in the second half, they got to have up. the backs, too. They, right, they got they JHI, they got LeGarrette Blunt they run got, the football. They got to eat up four and a half minutes every time they get the rock. If they eat up one minute, two minutes, it's going to, I'm telling you, that defense is going to get tired because it's going to be a no huddle. It's going to be some kind of speed up. Amadola, all these little guys, all these little quick guys, that's what they're ready. They're ready for you to cover him one-on-one and try to get a blitz home. And that's when the game's going to turn. Anyway, that's just my two cents. Well, we I'm need that. Yeah. I'm going to say who you are. You're Robert Griffith, <laughs> yeah, the former All-Pro safety. We didn't just run into I, you at the food court. I, I, would, I, would be, I would be in the best shape of my life, for one, obviously. But, but two, I would have my back in linebackers and DBs so ready for non, you know, uh, hand signals, checks, we go into this. Everybody got to be on the same page. When we up, we keeping them in bounds. We want that clock to run because the more possessions, the more points. But answer this question. A lot of people say that. You know how long it, you know, teams have been saying if they run the football, keep the passing offense on the bench, you have a chance. I think that the, the extra to that, I think that's so important is you still have to be able to score on the offensive side because if you don't, if you're only kicking field goals, when True. your defense is out for a long well, time... Well, look at Jacksonville. You, you have to stay aggressive, You have too. to score touchdowns. You, you got to be aggressive. I'm, what I'm saying is you, you have to go up. They got to go up. It can't be a tight game all the way and then, and then it comes down to one drive or a field goal or something. The, the, New England is going to win that game 9 out of 10, right? Yeah. They got to get up and they have to make Brady throw and they got to cover. It, it, it's... It's third down efficiency, man, one-on-one. Because all these little dink and dunk passes for Brady, they're runs. The basic long hand basically they're, long hand Yeah, I agree with you on that. Robert Griffith, former All-Pro safety, who shot for the Vikings, the Browns, and the Cardinals, is our guest on the NFL on tune. And we're going to talk about a revolution going on in the world of backpacks. Too bad it's not TV, because we have the merchandise with us. Do I have one? We'll get there in a moment. My Cordell God. always looks for the handout, so that is not Don't for we, you. That's look, what we look, do. That is the floor model. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what he's got down there by his feet. <laughs> Believe me, I'm with him every day, Ryan Robert. has messed with me for so long when we travel. He said, you're bringing your Louis Vuitton backpack no, 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 with no. you? I want the documentation. I want to find out that's authentic. I no, think that no, fell off the truck. No, it's real. Well, you know what? It's, it's free. It was free. <laughs> Regardless of what it is, it's hey, free. Since, since none of us are 25, we're, we're all 45-ish and looking very good. This should yeah. be a TV show. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is How great. does Tom Brady get better at the age of 40? Wow. How is he getting this done? Uh, relentless pursuit to be the number one guy ever, ever, ever. If you don't see that when you look at him in his interviews, all of his commentation, uh, you know, his wife talking about he's going to play another three. He's got it set up. This dude is going to play She's three. She's really asking him to come home. He's going to play three more years <laughs> well, like this. What? And you know why? He's got the system. Right. He's in the pistol. He's not getting hit if he really doesn't want to. He's got he, the answer to the test, the only, as he says. The only thing he's going to do 
is change the players around him. That's it. But here's my question. That's it. To that, the thing that made that work for so long, and I'm only going off of this because what's happened over the last 48 to 72 hours, or maybe within the last week, is you lose your offensive coordinator. It don't matter. You're now losing your defensive it don't coordinator. Matter. Because here's the thing when they've lost their offensive coordinator they before, got the blueprint they've how to always win. had the deep. But who's going to come in and call those plays? And you lose Jimmy Garoppolo. And you have Alex Guerrero gone. So what I'm basically saying is, it's everything around him that kept him safe. Even though you lose your offensive coordinator, you still had the defensive-minded coach, not just in Bill Belichick, but their defensive coordinator. So as long, that, as, he, so as, long as he doesn't get hurt, what are they going to win? Ten games in that division? Their division sucks. Well, you're telling me. Every year they go hey, to the Buffalo playoffs. finally made the playoffs for the first finally, time since bro. 1999. Look, man, look, if New England was in another division, they would have not gone to eight Super Bowls. I'm sorry. That division sucks. They or always, if the Steelers well, have more they discipline. Always, yeah. They always get home field advantage, and they always win. Well, Peyton Manning has something to do with Come that, on, too. Oh. I mean, he beat him four times in the AFC Championship. I know, but I'm not trying to hear that. I'm just saying. What about Cordell? What was your record head-to-head against Tom Brady? I beat him once. That was the last yeah. time. What in about the, the rest? That's the, that's we lost in the conference championship. They cheated. <laughs> Took you a, I mean, a day and a half to get there. Robert never stuttered. He never... He, Took his eyebrows to I, the hairline. Like, he, he agreed. I mean, come on. They cheated. So, okay, let me, let, me, let me put out some teams. And I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. Get warmed up for tomorrow. But <laughs> it's something to be said if you went into Dallas and beat them in the early 90s. Or you went to Green Bay and you beat them like in 95 to 98 to 99. Right. You had to really win the game. That's all I'm going to say. So yeah, what are you that's saying? That's all I'm saying. What are you saying? Tell us. I'm trying to actively parables, listen parables here. That's don't work on all this show. I'm saying. Okay. Which was what? Say when, it again. When, is when the we, answer when, in the backpack if when, I open it up? When we, when, we, when we had one of the fastest defensive teams in the yeah. league, mm-hmm. we were built for the carpet. We would go to Green Bay, and I swear I put on the longest spikes I've ever had on my life. To, to chop through that ice, in, right? I had five-inch pumps on. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them at the mall. I can see the store down there oh, next to the food court. Oh, God, oh man. I was about 6'4 in them cleats, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I mean, I remember going in the frozen tundra with myself my rookie year, dude, and in the middle of the field was they changed it in yep. the middle between the hashes, but the outside from the, the hash marks to the silent was all ice. And it was like it was tough to play, but, he, but here's the thing, and, and I think you're alluding to it. You has got to win. You know, yeah, you and as frustrating as it is, this team didn't just win one Super Bowl and got penalized. Oh, no. In, in a sense of cheating, however you want to add it up. But they've consistently done it. And so when you consistently done it, it comes to a point in time where you got to throw your hands up. Oh, no, 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 say, no, no. I'm not here discrediting anything they've done. Oh, no, we know. Like, but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying it's like we all have to do it. Yeah, all I'm saying is that I know how hard it is to win 10 games. But if you win 10 games every year, every year, you know, this is still the, this is still the NFL. Yeah. You know, you still have the same divisional opponents, even though I think that some divisions are a little tougher historically than yeah. others. Um, um, I, you you got it. Hats off, man, and don't let them get this one. In the Minnesota, this division in the in, in NFC North is has been tough for a long time. I mean, Brett Favre somewhat was the king, and Aaron Rodgers had his run, but it wasn't as easy as it may sound because you guys were good and made your run and end up losing that game um, to the Atlanta Falcons when you had that opportunity to get that one. And every time you think about those games and you say, if we just could have only have done. Yeah, it's always, right? it's all, it, it, look, it's five plays, five to seven plays every At least. game. Sometimes just one. Yeah. Ask, but, ask, but, ask the kid Marcus Williams. Exactly. For New Orleans. Exactly. Just one play. 
and, but, and, but, and it, everything changes. But most of the time, it's five to seven plays. Like, and like not go, allow you to get into those tough moments in places. Yeah, got you. Yeah, like get get um to um oh god, I just forgot the the championship game. They didn't get the first down. You know, they had a couple penalties that kept them from getting a field goal or getting points. Um, Jacksonville? Yes. Yeah, okay. they had a 20-10 yeah, yeah. lead. That's what I'm quarter, saying. And a couple swing plays Be- determined that game. Before the first half, right? Well, I mean, you got 55 seconds left on the clock. And here's the thing real quick. That game was, was one that was built on what you were talking about until the last two, three minutes of that quarter, which was they ran the football well. Blake Borders was pinpointing his passes because they were playing mad coverage. But then all of a sudden they got a delay a game, illegal procedure, and then all of a sudden the defense got soft. And so once they became soft, they ended up getting the ball back. The score was 14 to 10. And the key word is soft means you're tired. Yeah. And right. so now it's like you say to yourself, do we want Blake Bortles to become the Blake Bortles that we've seen before? Or do we just want to sit on it and try to regroup at halftime? But they did regroup. And came back out, but they came out with the same game plan from the first half, and they never could get it done no. because that know-how to offense, talk about in New England, it killed them, figuratively. And, and, and you're going to see that early in the game here because the, it, it, it's about attrition for the Super Bowl. Everybody's <laughs> even in the championship game, people are blown out first 10 plays. You got you to gotta, get your feet on the ground yeah, quick. Yeah, you got to really just play the game like it's a normal game, knowing that it's everything. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, it's kind of hard, but you got to yeah. just play ball, man. It was you know it was 100 years ago since we went in ours, and I got to remember you. That game went by so fast yes. against Dallas in, in Arizona. And, and I got to be honest with you, man. When we all talk about it and looking back at it, you know, it's like, man, if we weren't so caught up into wanting to play as opposed to just taking our time and letting the game come to us. Because that's what coaches always say, right? Let the game come to you. And, and that's the question. And here, and here's another great thing. Yeah. You got, you got LeGarrette Blunt. You got Chris Long. Man, I'm running the dog crap out of LeGarrette Blunt. You know? Early. Yeah, and I'm early. saying to myself, it's like these guys came from New England. Yeah. They understand the air quotes Patriots way. You wonder if they're actually talking to this football team. And if you were the coach, would you allow that to happen yes. to help these I guys understand Peterson what it means? seems like he'd be open to that, right? Yeah. Yes. I think so. You would think so, yeah. It, it, intel is always key. You know, it, I, I think one of the things that uh, the reason why Belichick wins, you know, I always go to him, is that these guys make adjustments. They come off the sideline. Belichick might be the only he might be the only head coach I see go talk to position players. Yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. How many head coaches you know? Not they on many. the sideline watching the game. Let their guys Belichick do pulls his mic off. How many times have you seen him go? Yeah, yeah. They're pinching. Yeah. We're gonna do He's this coaching. next. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I give him his props. He goes to the D-line, this is what we're gonna do, or what are you guys seeing? You know, you hear those questions from him, and that—that's—that's that's what separates him from going directly to his coaches. He already knows when he goes in the locker room for halftime. He goes, "Hey, this is what they're doing, to our guys. We need to do this. Let's adjust that. Let's go to this." Right. It's more schematic of a ju- advantage. Oh, man. Part they're of the dynasty. In. It's over, man. They go in and they're killing. Kaboom. Robert Griffith is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. As we wrap it up, we are looking at a glorious backpack. Mm. Give us the details. What's going on with you in the business world? Well, uh, you know, this is, I I hate to call it a side project, and it just kind of grew organically, but I have a really good partner. My my partner is in China now, Steve Kim, and uh, uh, we have manufacturing prowess, and uh, we decided that the first thing we wanted to display our patented clip. Patented. Patented patented. clip. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, we have a patented clip where we attach Bluetooth speakers that connect. Mm-hmm. Right there, you go right there. I'll turn them on later. Yeah. Okay. Phones. So we patented that clip. Very cool. So the first iteration was this backpack, and our backpack company's called Zooks, X-O-O-X. You can go to Zooks Bag, not plural.com, and check them out. Um, but I did this because, Cordell, you know, you've been to my weekends I've had for my foundation. Yep. I set up the Robert Griffith Foundation in 1996, and I gave out my first scholarship in 1998. And uh, I got 36 graduates. Wow. Um, yeah, I put 36 people through school, and and uh, I'm you know I'm after making money to do that. So go back to my weekend. I had golf. I had comedy. I had a basketball game. I had all these things, and it was a lot of work. And when you look around, you go, ah, we really didn't make as much money as we should for the effort we put in. So. After 2008, when all the sponsorships dollars started drying up, I decided to move all my efforts to just another vehicle to sponsor my scholarship program. So that's what this bag does. Mm -hmm. So a large portion of the proceeds um, will go to my scholarship program. And I have two people matching me dollar for dollar. And so I'm looking to put 50 kids through school this year and um, looking to do 100 next year. Nice. Yeah, my goal is to put a, a thousand kids through school, man. That's one of my that is monumental goals. Yeah. What's the website? One more time. Let's get that. Uh, Zooks bag. So x o o x b a g dot com. So when you look at this yeah. bag from a convenience standpoint, yeah. You know, how often do you get a chance to have your music on your straps and be able to have your phone sitting there? Because how often do we have a chance to? to lose those things because they're they're small pieces because we're trying to carry the big stuff. Right. So how convenient is it for, you know, any kid or even an adult for that matter? It's very convenient. One of the other things is the safety um, issues. So you always see people on skateboards or bikes um, and they got the earbuds in, they're listening to music. Well, they can't hear, you know, fire trucks or police sirens or, you know, other noise. And so it creates a lot of problems. There's a lot of kids getting hit. And um, so this is also another safety item we want to have uh, for our backpack. But, you know, it's fun. We got GoPro. Uh, we got 23 accessories to this bag. So Very cool. 4K cameras and all that kind of stuff. Nice, man. It's yeah. a really good bag. Now, Cordell's going to want one. Oh, I think he course. just goes to the website, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, you know, I'll talk to Robert. And so we also. <laughs> we'll work this out. <laughs> Me and Robert are great friends. <laughs> We go way, way back. Yeah, man. Well, there's a free bag involved. Hey, final thought, because obviously you're dominant now as an entrepreneur. We've been talking about Tom Brady, any athlete, looking to replace that sense of competition. Did it take you a while? Are you finding similar joy in what you're doing now? Uh, You know, I do. You know, when I when I retired, I retired and um, it you do have to find something to do that you're really passionate about. And if the ultimate goal is just to be healthy, let that be it. If it's to have, you know, raise a family, let that be it. But I think every guy that played, especially as long as we did, uh, Cordell, has to find another purpose on why they should get up and go do something. And, um, you know, whatever it is. So for me, it's giving out scholarships, which allows me to use my brain to be an entrepreneurial um, this is not what I do every day. I, right, but part know, of the right? virtuous but, cycle. It's all connected. Exactly. And, you know, I think, you know, I've had a great life. I mean, Cordell, we have a great life, yeah. man. We play football. We made millions of dollars. And I think, you know, guys are making more money now. I think that every player should have 
their hands on something philanthropic and giving their time or their money away. Well said. And Cordell yeah. should use some of that money to buy a bag. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm going to let you so guys work that about out. the kids. But, but here's the question. We've got to take a break coming up, so make have, the short place. Yeah. When it comes to resources, mm-hmm. you know, we all have our resources, and, and we don't know how much we truly have, even when it comes to connecting to the National Football League. Right. But Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's done everything under the sun. He's kind of created his own brand, TB12, and everything with championships. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to give him that rush? Because he's won so much. It's like he's at the pinnacle. Who knows? I mean, I don't, I don't know him that well. I don't know. Like, what he, would you do if you were in that position? Like, you're at the pinnacle of your career where you've won multiple championships. You're the face of a multitude of the, businesses. Go to the front office, own a team, be in an ownership group. I don't know. I think that's probably the only place he can Run really a go. Run business. He yeah. loves the TB12. Something big. Yeah, yeah something does. big. Maybe it's the branding company. I don't know. Well it's said. Tough. I'm yeah. going to let you guys negotiate, okay? And and just so the people know, we're we're an official sponsor of the Bold uh, Bold North Zip Line this year. Well, Bold Cordell, North. yeah, partake in that. I don't know, but I don't know I, neither. I got, I got some passes. That out. I got some passes, man. Okay. Let's go. We work on that. We work on that. If on. it's free, it's me. It's Cordell's <laughs> mantra. No, 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 no. That I'm means a he, I'm a heavy guy. That, that means does that he zip does line not want to go. <laughs> Robert, great to see you. I'll let you guys catch up. Good luck with the business. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.